That's what I'm saying. You had sparkles all over your face. I'm Twilight. No, you're not Twilight. They're red sparkles. So what would that make you more evil? Sure. It looks like your mom's house fucking exploded. Anyways, happy podcast day to me. Am I clipping like crazy? No, you're good. Oh, God. I just thought of something. Fortuna on your shelf. Oh, God. Anyways, we'll talk about that later. Anyways. Oh, fuck. Finally. <laughs> Happy podcast day to me. My mom was over today and uh, she was, she's like, what's a podcast? So we had to kind of explain it to her because I say, Rob podcast. Oh, Rob's a guest star on a pod- podcast. Oh, where's Rob? Oh, he's guesting on a podcast. So today, finally, she found out what a podcast was. <laughs> I mean, she's like, and after all this time, after all this time, it's just a radio show. I'm like, uh, yep. I don't know if she was like disappointed, but she definitely wasn't surprised because when my sister and I were kids, we used to podcast, quote unquote, here I am with my fingers. You can't see me because this is a, a, it's a mouth cast. Just like the last one. I'm missing my partner, but, but he'll, he'll be around. He'll be around here and there. No, but my sister and I used to, we used to get our ghetto blasters that had like two cassette decks side by side. What was mine? And we'd press play record on the one side and we'd just do radio shows. And we would have, we'd have a blast. We'd have my cousin over for, uh, for guest stars. She'd be a guest star. She'd, you know, we'd interview her and we'd make up voices and (laughs) stupid characters. Sometimes we'd have songs and we have advertisements. Like we have restaurants and like stuff that we'd make up. Oh my God. Thinking about it now, it's like, it's so embarrassing, but at almost 40, like, you lose your pride. So, when you've had, like, two kids and other people have watched them, like, come out of you, uh, you don't give a fuck about telling a story when you're a kid with your sister making up a fucking restaurant called Mountain Dan's. And you, like, you made up the restaurant and you were so obsessed with it and you thought it was so cool that you even made a menu. But I didn't do anything stupid like that. So, yeah, my mom was not surprised about the podcast, uh, radio show bitch. She thought it was fun and I don't know if she's going to listen to it because, well, I mean, she's used to my language, but hopefully Maria will be listening because I, I, I would really enjoy that because I'd really actually enjoy having my mom on here as a guest because uh, she's got some real fun stories. Like Rob loves to hear them, for instance, when she's over. Anytime she's over and she starts in on a, like a, this is a Tanya story. Oh, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the baby monitor. It's like on pause or some shit, because this is what you have to do when you do a podcast when you are a mom, and you got a couple of kids, and you know one's got diabetes, the other one's got fucking screaming diabetes. <laughs> our 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 son has got type one diabetes. He is uh, he's six years old and he loves art and being crazy and our. Uh, daughter has got cryobetes and she is she's going through the terrible too soon to be a three major and she's just uh she's one of those girls that's just gonna be real strong she's got a little firecracker and she's a screaming demon but we love her her birthday is coming up soon so that's gonna be interesting because my uh my husband is into a lot of uh, like retro toys and most of his social media work and a lot of his films have to do with pop culture and, and things that have to do with retro toys. So this year for her birthday, she's going to be three. 
and my husband is somewhat of a collector. I kind of lost my collecting kind of thing years and, and years ago. I collected all kinds of different things. Beatles records, Beatles cards, mostly Beatles things, to be honest. Until I got to my goth phase and I collected anything, you know, black or dead. <laughs> but, you know, after that, I collecting kind of went to the wayside for me. My husband only collects like the big pieces. He has his, you know, things that he likes specifically. His collection has, has shrunk, you know, exponentially. I think that's the, the part about having kids and, you know, sacrifice and things. But back onto the topic for Scarlett, for our, our three-year-old daughter for her birthday, she's really taken an interest in action figures as is, you know, as has our six-year-old son. So we are presenting her with the fully restored strawberry shortcake house when I, that I got when I was about her age. I was about three because my sister was just born. I would have been, oh God, yeah, just, just about three. Literally, I would have been three in January. My sister was born in like the November. So just about, just about three years old. So Scarlett's age. So it's at my mom's house and it's uh, been sitting in the cold room for a little bit. So I'm going to clean it up and we've got strawberry shortcake because Rob actually picked her up from a vintage toy shop, which was pretty neato. And so we got vintage strawberry shortcake. I think we got custard, her cat, somewhere around there. So we're going to give it to Scarlett and see what happens. Like, I hope she doesn't tear it apart. But, geez, I can't wait to see the look on her face when she gets it. Because my, my dad, and he'll have it. And I'm going to find it. I'm going to put it up on my Instagram or in my stories or something. And you can see my Instagram at, on Instagram at 21st Century Mom or 21st Century Rocker Mom. You can see my, my Instagram as that. You'll see that in my stories. My dad will put a picture up of me with this strawberry shortcake house. And I'm in these red pajamas and they have little footsies in them and they zip up the front. And I'm just like lit. I'm so excited because I come downstairs and this was the first thing that I saw. It wasn't even wrapped. I think it had a bow on it or something. But I remember being that young. And I remember coming down the stairs and seeing and I remember being pretty excited. So for Scarlett to come down the stairs and see it will be really big. Harrison had a moment like that kind of last year where he came down the stairs and army ants were set up everywhere. And they were like set up in like a battle command center. Thank you, Glenn Stanway for the army ants. Ah, but also thank you, Cobra Commander, aka dad, for setting them up. So Rob had set up all these army ants like in a battle sequence, which was really, really badass. And then he wrote a card from Cobra Commander to, to, to Harrison. So Harrison, when he came down the stairs, it was the first thing he saw on Christmas morning. And oh God, was he excited. He just thought it was just like the, just the, the shit. The Cobra Commander had come and brought him a birthday or a Christmas present rather. And he just, he thought it was cool that there was a card for him and that Cobra Commander had done it. It wasn't Santa Claus. So, you know, with that spirit, we like to do, you know, the fun thing for our kids. So those are some things that we're looking forward to, you know, in the toy world, because we are looking forward to Christmas in the Christmas world. And I'm going to call my husband around here because I want to talk about Christmas. And I want to talk about Christmas by myself because Christmas is something that uh, I've often felt alone about. And uh, not so much anymore. It's it's Christmas is more of a full feeling. Even though this Christmas this year is going to be a little different. But uh, I'm going to call my my better half around to talk about Christmas with us, ladies and gentlemen. Intro music? I don't know. It would be sexy music. Oh, oh P.S. So listen to this. I don't know if it's because of the Sharpie marker or what, but Harrison, before bed, he was coloring with like our six year old was coloring with a Sharpie marker, like 
all these little guys he likes to draw his scps and after coloring with that sharpie marker for like 20 minutes before bed the whole time i was trying to read him a story was i'm like is he high from the sharpie marker but I don't know. I, I fucking hope he, like, not. He drew it like on him on his mustachio, <laughs> so he could just be like sniffing the the, the sharpie sacroiliac. Well, he sniffed it hard because he's singing "Careless Whisper" like it's going on style. So no more TikTok for that kid. So Christmas is coming. I am getting fat. No, you're not. Well, I'm trying. I keep baking. No, you're so not. I want the fattening to come. First of all, you're beautiful. Second of all, stop. Oh, stop being crazy. No more whoopee. Stop. No more whoopee. So Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. Yeah. You need to tell me. Because we're going to be hunkered down here. Can I rectify the, he's not much of a collector comment? I do a podcast on toy collecting, and no, now I you're said, telling the world I'm not much of I a said, collector. my husband is a bit of a collector. I didn't say he's, he's not much. He's not really much of a collector anymore. No, I said... It's like, oh yeah, we're surrounded by fortresses. I'm and just, castles, castles. And dragons. Castles are real. But what? no, listen. Listen to me about this. Enough about this collecting business. No, I'm saying you don't... Your your collection has, has shrunk because, like, we have kids. Things cost money. I can't buy you statue head. I, I need... You know, whatever. Insulin. <laughs> no, never mind. Oh, hip covers that. But you know what I mean? When you get older and you have kids, your priorities change. You can't be collecting all kinds of things. You can't be going to get, like, taxidermy bugs and weird shit. I don't know that my collection has been impacted by the children or the family. Okay, whatever. I lied. I'm wrong. Okay, you want to talk about Christmas, lady? This <clears throat> yeah, impromptu do. guest spot that I wasn't ready for. So, yeah, let's talk about more about Christmas. All right. All right. No, I wanted to talk about, like, because we're going to be hunkered down. It's going to be a weird Christmas again. Dooby-doo oh. and dickory duck. Don't forget <laughs> to turn back the clock. Yeah, yeah because at Monday morning at 12.01 o'clock, we're going to get the fucking lock because Doug Ford's locking us down. Merry lockdown Christmas, Ontario. Do not gather. Do not lather. Do not Dan Rather. You're not allowed to do anything. Frosty the snowman was a jolly happy soul. <clears throat> Twas the night before lockdown. What do you want to talk about Christmas wise? Well, movies. We're going to be like, a lot of people are going to be hunkered down and they're going to be bored, you know, because they're not going to have if kids. If you haven't watched all the Christmas movies by now, where have you been? We started early November. Yeah, we start turning them on kind of early because, I mean, you get in the spirit and you feel kind of good. Dogs walking around upstairs like a total asshole. Oh, sounds like there's reindeer up on the roof. I actually thought he was down in your office today. No. Because the walking around was so loud. I thought yeah. he was beside me. I no, was I've been like, trying to be creative and like, you know, finish television series and stuff. As is. Imagine there's no heaven. It's easy if you try. Fuck you, Guinness. Quit pacing. You're 13 years old. Fucking lie down or something. Our dog is ancient, so yeah, there's that. But again, he doesn't act like it. He acts like a spring chicken, but only after a certain time at night. So yeah, back on to Christmas movies. So again, yeah, if you haven't watched Christmas movies 
there's something probably wrong with you. Well, this is the first year that I watched White Christmas. I had never seen White Christmas until this year. This was so exciting for me. This is my new obsession. First, I love all the hoops that you try to jump through in order to put it on TV. You looked for it on Amazon, then you looked for it on Netflix, and then you went to the dirtiest place of all to try to watch a full-length film. Tubi. No. <laughs> that's so dirty. Well, that's, that's, that's like the upscale gutter. But Tubi, I, mean, Tubi. I like Tubi. Tubi has my stuff on it. I Tubi's, like Tubi. I don't mind Tubi. The commercials are bad. I just bad. find it not as intuitive as some of the other platforms to, to when you're looking for stuff. But you went to YouTube to try to find White Christmas. You're like, oh, look, babe, I found it. It's in 141 parts. And, of course, there's an ad every two minutes. So that well, was you know, quite the, the viewing the deal experience. Was... It, it frustrated me enough that mm. I said, I'm not doing this after the first two minutes. And I just paid the $7.99 hey, and we bought it. The deal was, I and still is, I'm Polish and I wanted it for free. I'm trying to do you a solid here as your wife. Oh, the deal is, I'm a grown man who collects dolls and has them on my shelf. I don't have the patience for free. <laughs> You're hilarious. I love your glitter beard, by the way, right now. Make with the Christmas talk. It's just beautiful. It's being brought it's to us. It's be- Well, he was wrapping presents, so Rob's beard is covered in glitter, and it looks like his mom's house, who loves glittery wrapping paper, by the way. That's the worst. It, oh, fuck. She brings the wrapping. No, this what, is what, totally I, Christmas what I hate is, is that ribbon stuff that she uses that's impos- impossible to, like, oh. open and tear, yet you need, like, a hacksaw. To get it, it's like to get it stiff off the ribbon. Like Rob's mom, it's like she uses this ribbon that's been enforced with like Teflon and like Kevlar. Like so, she wraps around. It's an presents. adamantium ribbon. That's Absolutely, what it, is. it is really, and it's like it wraps around all our gifts. It's covered in glitter. It litters our house like a fucking vampire from Twilight fucking exploded in here. Glitter, litter. Oh my god, it's terrible. It's glitter and garbage all the way through. So yeah, that so Rob's got it in his beard right now. His beard is actually soft and beautiful being brought to you by the Wooly Wizard Beard Company. Not officially, unofficially. Come on, Tyler. Just throw me a fucking sponsor here. Throw me some beard oil. I'll throw you out a sponsor with some swearing in it. What do we got here? What did you order this time? Got, ooh, mint brownie? Oh, that makes me want to lick your face. Should we do like an unboxing on, on camera? Ooh, yeah, totally. I'm going to do the, the mint brownie. I'm going to take a whiff. Have a whiff? Okay. If I can open it. Oh, I already know what pumpkin spice smells like. It smells absolutely like the most basicest bitch ever. Just joking. It's amazing. You having trouble there? Yeah. Sport? Can I help you? These things are sealed so well. For your protection. That I can never get them off without military-grade assistance. Well, let's call out the Polish women's auxiliary. Oh! I loosened it for you. Yeah, there you go. What's this one? This is the mint brownie one. You're not going to like this. Shut the front door. Holy crap, Tyler. How did you put that in a bottle? That's pretty good. What the shit? That's a good meatball. That is a good meatball. Okay, now I'm going to do the unboxing. No, no, no. No, I'm not doing that. No, I have to. Listen, come on. People have to wait for the next episode. You're not waiting, but it's Mystic Rings. This is better than the Lord of the fucking Rings. I'm sorry. We can wait for next episode. Listen, this is the before Christmas episode. People need more bang for their buck, bitch. Well, then you better get on with the podcasting, Mm. lady. All right. Well, anyways, give me your top five Christmas movies. Give them to me. What order? Any order. Two, four, three, five, one. One, two, three, four. I don't care what the order is. Start with the best? Start with a Christmas movie. Just give it to me. Movies. Yeah, give me your top five movies. Number one, 
Muppet Family Christmas. Yeah, I love easy. that one. Yeah. Easy. Because it brings in the Fraggles and the Sesame Street characters, the Muppet Show characters. Yeah. It's, it's Everybody's truly together. family. The Muppets work best at Christmas time because it's about coming together from wherever you are, kindness and all that stuff. So that that's my favorite. And Jim Henson's at the end, and it always chokes me up when, when I see him look out at everyone. So they're happy. It always makes me feel and it's like, and him happy. and Sprocket are gonna go. Yeah, wash and up I read an article with Steve Whitmire who performs Sprocket, and he, he talked about. I still remember standing next mm. to Jim shooting that scene. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. That's probably one of my favorite Christmas movies too, because again, like it, it is togetherness. It brings everybody together, and everybody's like at the cent at the center, like at the farmhouse, and it's just it's mm. really awesome. There's a blizzard, and you know there's trouble, you know everywhere else, but they're all together, and they're they're safe and they're warm and they're together. So like, it's okay. And with, you know, the way Christmas is kind of right now, that feeling is hard to, is it's hard to, to capture. And that, that film, I find like it does, even though it's a bunch of puppets, it, it captures that, it captures that feeling, captures that feeling of warmth, that feeling of, you feel like you're going to be okay. Number two, <clears throat> Christmas vacation. Oh my God! Yes, yeah. I think you're. You're laughing already. I know my list and your list are like probably the same. On my Instagram page, I like made a picture of myself as Chevy Chase, and I put it up there on my like 21st Century Rocker Mom Instagram. It's fucking ridiculous, but I thought it was funny, so I put it up there. Number three, Christmas Story. They'll shoot your eye out. It's just so good. It's so classic. It doesn't ever get old. You just kicked me in the ball sack. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> oh my god. You put your foot square in my tri balls. Jesus. We're in the tri ball of wisdom. Oh my god. Why I'm did sorry. you do that? Merry Christmas. Have a sock. <laughs> There's a sock in my, my crotch. crotch. Oh fuck. Oh. oh, didn't you and Jay go to the museum? The Christmas Story one, yeah. Yeah. You... When we were filming Nintendo <clears throat> Quest Power Tour, which is basically when we were screening Nintendo Quest City to City around North America, yeah, yeah. there was a screening in Cleveland. And so we were in Cleveland overnight. And so after we went to the expo, because we drove down day one, we went to the expo, looked around, filmed, bought some games, and then we had time to kill at night. Yeah. We discovered... So where the hell I basically we said, okay, what are we going to do in Cleveland? Howard the Duck is in here. Yeah. With, with Cherry Bomb. So I said, things to do. Beverly, anyway. where the fuck are you? It's things to do. <laughs> Christmas Story House. And I was like, oh my God, Jay. So we got in the car and we went. And the house was there. You know, everything. That's so it's, fun. It's cool. Didn't you say there was like a gift shop or something across, across the street? Across the street. There's a, there's a whole gift shop. Everything was closed. Everything was leg lamp everywhere. Yeah. But if, if you watch episode eight of the power tour you can see it it starts the episode i'm pretty sure we're outside the house looking at that does one of you say fragile in it no oh fuck i totally could see jay saying it's that. a major award that would be something jay would say it would probably make me laugh that'd be a jay bartlett thing to say yeah <clears throat> okay uh, more christmas movies number what do you four got? uh muppet christmas carol for sure is is in the list it is probably the the one Christmas thing I watch the most. I know two Muppet things, but this is the best version of Christmas Carol, in my opinion. I know, I know. Like I love George C. Scott. I love Alistair Sim because and it's I love fucking Scrooge, spooky as fuck. Yeah. But, oh yeah, I but, love Bill Murray. But Scrooge, I, it doesn't make the list for me. It's good, but I can only watch it like once, maybe twice every year. But Michael, goddamn Kane and the Muppets. It's like fucking cocaine yeah. for Christmas. It's amazing. It's really good. Yeah, I like it too. It's in the singing of the street corner choir. Yeah, the last slot. I mean, White Christmas is really good. Holy fuck! Like White Christmas, 
White Christmas blows my mind. It's amazing. It, it it stands the test of time. It never gets old. It never gets old. But it's then amazing. I think of like the Rankin Bass stuff. Oh fuck. And me. then I you know when I think about that stuff, I think about <clears throat> Elf. And I really like Elf. I know you're lukewarm on it, but I, I, I like really elf. like it. I just I can't get I just can't get into just such a large elf man. He's That's just the so, cell. I it's not for me. There is no cell for me with 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 Will Ferrell being a giant elf. I love when he whipped the fuck out of those snowballs. <laughs> That's hilarious. Holy shit, that kind of slapstick stuff to me is funny. Which is why you like Fred Claus, another movie you showed me. Fred Claus is hilarious because I it's more like the tongue and cheekiness of Paul Giamatti being Santa Claus. Like he's so crazy. You if you were Santa. I'd be like fuck you. Go make some presents. Get back to work, elves. Quiet down, lady. You're scaring the kids. You're scaring the kids. Uh, Four <clears throat> Christmases is another one that I know you like a lot. Yeah, it's silly. It's like Vince Vaughn's in a lot of those, like, you know, Christmas movies. Well, I, I'm, I'm riffing. I'm making the connections in my head right now. No. Nightmare Before Christmas is another Christmas movie. I know that's one that you like. I, yeah, I, I definitely... I'm a little burnt out on it. Me too. I the tell you. The kids kill a me. A little bit. It. What's this? It's it's Jack Skellington again. We watched, uh, we watched a lot of, like, The Sound of Music every year when but we were kids. Is that a Christmas movie, though, really? It, to me, absolutely. It is. How do you solve a problem like Maria? I don't know. Ask my Invite mom. Invite her for dinner? Invite her for dinner. No, <laughs> I don't it, know. No, but no, it's it's a Christmas movie. We watched it every single year as kids. I don't know. Yeah, something that, about I, snow how, and the kinda, Alps and Switzerland. That's kind of how I feel about Wizard of Oz. For whatever reason, it's a kind of a Christmas movie for me, too. I, I don't agree. Know why. I agree. And, they're, and those Wizard of Oz characters are featured in a Christmas story I have as well. Followed, I have fallen asleep in many turkey comas, like to the Wizard of Oz, like Christmas turkey comas and like eggnog comas. But that's like when I used to drink like alcohol it's been oh god how long has it been since we've had a drink uh, 18 months yeah it's 18, been a fucking 18 months long on boxing time. day for me yeah um, it's been oh god a long time for me grinch <clears throat> which grinch, grinch though which grinch i i mean the classic boris karloff one is is it's a, so it's good a staple for sure absolutely but i also really like the new one with benedict cumberbatch yeah it's fun i know a lot of people are like oh this is not my grinch but I like it. I certainly prefer it to the live-action Jim Carrey one, which I don't mind, but I like... It's a little I, bit much for me, the Jim Carrey one. Like, And I like Jim Carrey, but just like... I like Jim Carrey, I guess. Just a little bit. He's like one of your faves. <laughs> yeah, big time. No, but there are so many good Christmas movies. Like, there are so many... Even there's like some scary ones that Polar are good. Like, Polar Express. I like Black Christmas. Black Christmas is a one... I know you're not a big on horror or christmas horror but if you want to watch a good classic horror movie like a well, christmas horror movie black christmas is great the closest i get is gremlins gremlins is a friggin' kick-ass and i movie. think that's that's not just like something that happens around christmas like die hard you know takes place at christmas but it's not a christmas movie gremlins there's just a whole christmas like through line there's that big weird scene with phoebe cates who talks about her dad dying in the chimney yeah and then and then, like, oh my gosh! But like, Darlene Love is that movie. Like that movie. Oh, uh, I can still see that the wide opening shots where you know you can hear the sleigh bells and Christmas, yeah, and then and then boom, the title flashes it's on. Awesome, yeah. yeah. And it's just that's all I can think of is Darlene Love's like giant friggin' voice just blowing that. Forever, out. I knew that is the Gremlin song. Yeah, same, 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 big time. Mm. And then it was like in Home Alone too. Oh, uh, Home Alone is very good. Home Alone's such a Christmas movie. I love Home it's, Alone. No, it's totally a Christmas movie. There's no doubt there. It, oh, absolutely. That's, absolutely. That's in my top ten for sure. I really like Home Alone. I love it. What about like 
Christmas like traditions and like pastimes. A lot of people like are. Are you gonna give us your list? Well, yeah, I that my list is about the same as yours, to be perfectly honest, except with a few horror movies kind of thrown in there. There are a few crazy Christmas horror movies that I like, and mm, I like a Krampus is one that I think is fun. It's a fun uh, Christmas horror movie. But other than that, like I really like. I haven't seen Christmas Chronicles mm. one or two, so I can't comment on that. I haven't seen those either. Uh, I, uh, Santa Claus. Those Tim Allen movies are great. And Christmas with the Cranks. <clears throat> Another good one. Another good one. I haven't seen any of those Santa pups or anything like that. The kids aren't even interested in them, so, like, I'm, I'm not there. But, like, I find, like, this year, a lot of people, a lot of people, I think, are having to throw their Christmas, like, traditions by the wayside. But there are a lot of traditions, you know, that people can still hold on to, like, they don't have to break. Like? Well, I mean, obviously you're going to have to break having, like, your family over and everything like that. But, like, one of our Christmas traditions, for instance, like, with with my family, in, for instance, is we open a present each on Christmas Eve. Oh, I, mean, I hate that tradition. Why do you hate it? I just don't think it's right. I think you have for to who? wait till Christmas morning. Who's it not right That's for? That's when you open presents. Who's it not, not before. Who's it not right for? The world. Well, fuck the world. Okay, I'm just saying, I was raised that you open presents, Christmas morning, that's it. None of this sneaky Pete before bed, you get one present. Okay, well, you you have just... wrapped presents in your stockings. That's a tradition that I did not grow up with. We always just had stockings stuffed full of things, that not wrapped. That just seems a little mm. bit lazy. Whatever, my Santa... Why would those presents not be wrapped in the stockings? I don't know, don't They're I... from Santa. Santa fills the stockings. And he, uh, of course, brings I'm out the presents. I'm going to have less argumentative guests on my show. Okay, I'm sorry. Arguing. Oh, heaven forbid you're challenged on your on your divine wisdom. Thanks very much. Anyway, smartass. This was your choice. I didn't know what was coming on. Yeah. I didn't know smartass was coming on. You mess with the bull, you get the horns. No shit. No, I'm just saying there are a lot of traditions you don't have to break. There are still, like, you can't have your whole family over this year. But you can still cook a giant friggin' turkey and a ham. Yep. Which is what I am doing. Smoking the ham, mm-hmm. bird in the oven. Well, I told you for the longest time. That what? A- until we got together. <laughs> my Christmas Day mm-hmm. tradition was I'd always end up getting a new movie, Christmas Day. Yes. And basically I would chill out in the afternoon and just watch it. Before we got together. You're like, now my this... Christmas tradition sucks. Womp womp. That's not what I said. Uh-huh. We have kids. So uh-huh. we don't get to make any choices. True. We never get to choose anything for ourselves. So we do, well, we do. Sometimes nope, we get to choose between Frozen One and Frozen Two. No, that's not for ourselves. Well, that's, fuck. That's you know for what? the tiny masters <clears throat> and such. Well, whatever. It's going to be a great Christmas. Christmas. You know, I didn't what? say it would be great. <clears throat> I just said I would not be on the couch watching my movie to kind of just you know take stock of the moment and enjoy it. That's all I said. Okay. Well, sorry about that. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, so you're confirming this. Well, Christmas is ruined again. Okay, anyways. Okay, well, thank you for your input, Robert McCallum. Very much. And a Merry Christmas to you. Are you kicking me off the show? <laughs> yeah, bye. <laughs> what? You're getting the hook, bitch. <laughs> well, I never taking my phone and getting... This is my office. Get out of here. <laughs> well, that was... Well, that was that was that. That was Rob McCallum, ladies and gentlemen. Still here, lady. Back to my video game. Other than watching holiday specials and things that make me feel festive and warm inside, I don't like any of those Hallmark movies. Oh God, seriously, somebody fucking kill me! 
I do not like any of those Hallmark movies. Those are not my jam for Christmas. Ugh. I've been watching Ripper. Ripper on Netflix. Oh, jeez. That, that, that program is astonishing. It's fantastic. I started watching it. It is about one of the most astonishing murders in uh, Britain's history. It started in the early to mid-70s. And it was a mur like lots of murder. A serial killer was killing prostitutes and young women. And in rather close proximities to their homes. So it was interesting and it draws parallels between that and, you know, Jack the Ripper. The only thing that they could, the press could like in this this killer too was Jack the Ripper that had happened in you know in the 1800s, late 1800s. So that's a really cool show that's around on Netflix right now that I've been uh, kind of indulging in when the kids are going to sleep. It's uh, it is really, really, really cool. I recommend it highly. It's uh, disturbing, so definitely make sure the kids are in bed and where you sent some people out of the room. It's kind of it's triggery, but it's not too gory or anything. It just it's real, real good. So finally, this, 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 this podcast can happen. The kids are in bed. I, I went upstairs and I, I searched for a, a nice quiet snack that I could bring down here for my podcast, but I, I failed very, very miserably, very miserably. So I just got myself a glass of mango juice and uh, that's about it. So that's what's been going on. We've got Christmas coming up in a few days now. We've got some new traditions, kind of, like I like I said, not having so many people around because we're locked down. Just having, you know, quiet family time. We've been doing things like going around and looking at lights, going on parades and things like that. They've been fun in the car, you know, safe so we don't have to be out, you know, around with mouth-breathing people because it's, uh, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not very much fun right now. So yeah, I think we're going to have a lockdown Christmas. No big deal. I wanted to, while I was doing this podcast, give out some shout outs to some friends actually that will be, 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 be guests on the show. Uh, they will be guests on the show. There will be upcoming guests on the show. I wanted to, up, I wanted to, I wanted to shout out to them. We've got, uh, my friend, uh, Aaron has started a, a company that sells some shirts that have some pretty important, uh, messages on them. She's at Tej, T-E-E-J dot shirts. Canada. She's on Instagram. You got to check her out. She started a company with, uh, when everything started with all the Black Lives Matter protests, which I mean, really should have started a lot earlier, but they started when they did. And thank God that they did. She started printing some t-shirts just, uh, just herself with some pretty important and pretty powerful messages on them. And I urge you to check that out very much. It's a little late for Christmas shipping right now because, you know, Christmas is coming in a few days. But check check her page out. She's up on Instagram. Like I say, Teach Shirts Canada. They got some powerful messages. Really, really cool stuff on there. It's really cool to see what my friends are doing now compared to what we were all kind of doing in our 20s, which was either like, you know, drugs or screwing around or being in a band or just being a wiener or, you know, all of the above. But, uh... It's cool to see all my friends like coming into their own, letting their freak flags really fly with their music and their artistry and their businesses and their all their ideas. It's really, really cool to see everybody following their dreams like in our in our late 30s. I feel like everybody's really blossoming. I feel like we're in a world of not really late bloomers, just people that really come into their own 
It takes a little bit and come into their own. Sometimes it takes you a little bit to find out what your major is going to be in life. But uh, when you find it, it really clicks. And uh, man, these t-shirts that that my friend Aaron's making, are, they're, they're just, they kick ass. And they, you can also check out the Wooly Wizard, the Wooly 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 Wizard Beard Company. They're my friend Tyler. He is on Instagram as well. They make some high quality beard oils and beard soaps and waxes things like that things for manscaping but they also work for for girl hair i use some of that uh that beard wax on my on my hair tips and it makes it nice so i don't have to have any split ends you can check him out on uh, instagram as well he's on as woolly woolly wizard and he's local which is really really cool like i say it's it's awesome to see my friends like that i went to high school with that i chummed around with all my all my friends coming into their own and doing so many cool things it really makes me happy to see it's really really super cool so today I had a fight. I had a fight with with Instacart. I had a fight with fucking several people with Instacart today. I had a fight with Abdul. I had a, vi- a fight with Hashim. I had a fight with Avi. I had a fight with Harim. I had a fight with like fucking a million fucking people after Instacart cuckolded me. And tried to F me over for a coupon. So I use Instacart. I already know what you're thinking in your head. Probably, okay, Karen. But you know what? I don't want to go to the COVID fucking laden grocery store. So, you know, shoot me. I use fucking Instacart. It's great. They deliver it to the house. I don't have to waste my fucking time going to the grocery store. I'm not saying Instacart is great. I'm saying that it comes to my porch is great. Remember this right now. I am not saying that Instacart is great at all. In fact, the contrary. So today was was yesterday, rather, that this started, this whole conundrum with Instagram, or Instacart, rather. So many fucking Instas in this world. I had ordered a few things because I got this pop-up on my phone. All of a sudden, ooh, this sparkly pop-up came up on my cell phone. And it says, oh, you have $20 in Instacart coupons. You got to use it within the next five days or it expires. I'm like, oh, I'm excited. I'm going to buy chips. Because Rob's like, what do you need? Some snacks or some, you know, some some ice cream? Like, what are you going to get? I'm like, well, I'm going to get a few little things. So I got a few little things and it came up to like, I don't know, $22 or something like that. So I put the order through and tipped the driver and da-da-da. Bada-boom, bada-bing. They took it out of my bank account. What the fuck? So I I messaged Instacart. Rob said, you better get a hold of them and report an issue. So I messaged Instacart and I got like an automatic bot message. We're sorry, did you read the terms and conditions? I'm like, no, fuck no, I didn't read the terms and conditions. You sent me a sparkly-ass coupon. I clicked on it. I wanted some free groceries. What the hell did you think I did, Instacart? So I sent them back saying, mm, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. You owe me $20 worth of free groceries. And again, I get a next bot response from a next another person, probably Abdul, next. The next one was Avi. The first one was Avi. This one was Abdul. He said something of the like, like, oh, you got to read the terms and conditions, which are this. You weren't eligible. I'm like, well, that's very misleading. Not cool at all. Send me something all sparkly. And we go back and forth. Like, seriously, there are like 15 emails. Finally, I send an email that's like, dear Abdul in huge letters. Like, I make the font like 18. <laughs> This is after they have not satisfied me at all. There is no solution. There's no resolution that Instacart's going to do for me here with this $20 worth of groceries. 
I've given them my plate. I've given them lots of lots of room for improvement. I've given them lots of reasons and lots of ways to help me make up for stuff and give I've given them a way out. I've given them a note. Got him Instacart, so finally I write Abdul a letter in 18 bold sans serif font and it says Abdul, you know what? I really don't give a shit. I have a podcast and it reaches 10,000 people and I can't wait to tell everybody about my personal experience with Instacart. Well, about five minutes later, fucking Abdul, not anyone else. We have continuity of care and customer service finally here because I was a real fucking Karen. Abdul refunded me my $20. (laughs) After a hundred emails back and forth, Instacart and so much bitching. But like I say, it'll be in my account in five business days. Well, thanks very much. And uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Feliz Navidad, Abdul. Thanks, Instacart. But seriously, all that bitching for $20. Holy frig. That company is multi-bazillion dollars. They got people grocery shopping left and right. So yeah, today today was a fun day for Karen to argue with Instacart. So what can you look forward to on this podcast? Well, you, you can look forward to just about anything on this podcast. I'll have some guests coming on. You'll probably never know who, maybe, or, or, or maybe we'll, we'll, let you, we'll let you know. We'll give you a heads up, you know, a, a little bit before. And you can send in some questions. If anything, ask me anything. Honestly, I am an open book. I have no shame. Like I say, after having, you know, kids, you just, you just don't, you don't have any shame anymore. The only thing I do want to talk about is when I do have to call my husband back in the room. And I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to be a big fat Mandalorian spoiler because we finally watched the Mandalorian season two finale the other night together. And it was fan friggin tabulous. It was glorious. I got tears in my eyes. I got tears in my non-alcoholic beers. It was so good. So I got to call Rob McCallum back in the room to talk to me about the Mandalorian. And that's probably what, 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 what we're going to end off on tonight. You want to talk about Mando, huh? Oh, it was so good. Okay, I, have you given the big spoiler alert? Because if you're going to talk I, about this, I said it hasn't even been a week yet. Big, oh. big, big, big. It's been big, like two days and since I don't care. we watched it. So I said big, 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 big spoiler alert, Mandalorian. Because we watched the season finale, season two finale, and it's a big-ass spoiler alert. So spoiler. <clears throat> I don't know if you want to talk about this. I'm. I'm just. Why do you? Wait, okay, you, you can adios amigo because I do want to talk about okay, this. Well, okay, you go ahead. <clears throat> you leave the conversation then. Okay, you I'll call that. somebody else who does want to. No, talk do about that. It. I, it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'm. I'm starting to have different thoughts about it. Like how fucking awesome was that? Well, number one. How awesome was what? They rescued him. Who? Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. <laughs> Floating in a pod, baby Yoda. He's so cute. And, like, Moff Gideon didn't, like, chop his fucking ears off or something. At least. Jesus. With his power sword. Yeah, the Darksaber. That Darksaber was something. I did think Mm. that they were going to kill Grogu, baby Yoda. Did you? And I thought that that was going to ignite, like, a vengeance in Mando. That would have to carry over to the next season. I thought they were going to end it like Empire on a down note. 
No, that, that would what, carry that... a vengeance over to Disney Plus and someone would go light fucking Cinderella's castle on fire if okay. someone killed him. That's what would happen. Okay, I'm just Holy saying. Holy fuck, could you imagine if someone yes. killed Baby Yoda? Yes. Fuck. What's wrong You'd with you? You'd have to have pretty big balls to do something like that, but why not? Why? He would like enrage everybody, but everybody would be on Mando's side going forward and he couldn't do enough damage or punishment if that happened. It did not happen. Thank God. God, get your mind out of the killing gutter. I'm just saying, I, it was Horrible. it was what I thought might have happened or transpired. Well, I'm so glad it didn't. And not like he was going to get like decapitated, but like they were doing scientific experiments. Well, you know on what? Him, I'm so glad. You know what? Have you seen anything good on TV lately? <clears throat> yeah, we watched The Mandalorian. Yeah, exactly. Finale. And you know what? I'm just so glad that Luke Skywalker came to save the fucking day, didn't he? Luke, Disney. Luke Skywalker showed up in his lone X-Wing with R2-D2. Friggin' awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. My jaw hit the floor. I was like, what? You suddenly woke up. What? I woke up like someone in a cult, like with consciousness. I was like, whoo! Like, seriously. Yeah, I was getting goosebumps. It was crazy. It was My cool. jaw was on the floor. I was like, no. Yeah. No. No. Okay, but again, this was a thought that had kind of gone through my mind. I didn't pay much mind to it. Yeah. But in the previous episode, Grogu, Baby Yoda. Yes, Grogu. Goes to that Jedi temple, the mm -hmm. shrine, and mm -hmm. puts out the vibe to call other Jedi. Yeah, because he's got his, like... If there's any other Jedis in the universe, they may pick up, you know, his message. On the Force, yeah. And at that point, there's only, like, one other Jedi out there. And yeah, it's I Luke know. Skywalker. I know. It just fills in so many gaps so, in the other Star Wars movies. It's a pretty ballsy move mm. to bring Luke Skywalker into the Mandalorian. It's it's Yeah, but it worked, didn't it? But here's here's the deal. I they provided the moment that mm. everybody wanted to see with Luke Skywalker mm -hmm. that they never delivered on yep. with the sequel trilogy. Mm -hmm. As soon as they announced episode seven, eight, nine, the original cast was gonna come back and you know, reprise as Leia Han and Luke. Everybody thought, okay, cool. Well, we get to see, you know, Luke Skywalker as a Jedi, you know, when he's like, like, you know, Just the Jedi. starting out the only, yeah. You know, and then when everything was transpiring at, at, for The Last Jedi and he's facing down, you know, all those Imperial Walkers and all that, everybody thought he's going to go like super kamikaze on them and like just destroy them and just it never happened. Just kick everybody's butt. It was a one-on-one -on -one battle with Kylo Ren and it yep. was like mind trickery. So this completely... You know, delivers on that, oh, he's going to go to town on it. Oh, this was like every Star Wars fan's wet dream. But it also parallels what happens at the end of Rogue One when mm -hmm. Vader goes in the hallway of the Tantive Four, or he starts to go down there just as the data plans for the Death Star are being transported you... to the pilot, and you see them get handed to the digital Carrie Fisher reprise. Yeah, the, yeah, the hol I, mean, I call the hologram Gary yeah. Fisher. Vader comes in and he basically starts <clears throat> destroying everything, trying to get it, and then so this is a, a good parallel to that. But yeah, he shows up post-Jedi, because it's not that long after the events of Return of the Jedi. You know, he's got the black glove. You don't see him pull his hood back at all. It's just, you know, he's carrying the saber with him, and he's doing stuff that's, you know, both on the light side of, of being a Jedi, and balancing like the Force. He crushes that last you know, death troop. Yeah, he teeter. He like really teeters on uh, the the dark side there. But he it's just... mastering the balance. Right? Yeah, it is. So. Yeah, there's got to be a balance. I talked to our good friend Jordan mm -hmm. Morris, mm -hmm. our Obi Wan. What did Uncle Jordan have to say? And he said it had to be something that big, and he he called it closer and closer to the moments because they made those 
those dark troopers or those death troopers so like invincible that how do you write yourself out of that and save the day? You either don't and it ends on a cliffhanger. No. Or you have to have some something or someone that is so big and you know, strong that it can destroy that. You know, there's always a bigger fish kind of mentality. The way that they so, culminated that was just beautiful. So the whole, it, it was all good. It felt like a little bit like, oh, here's Deus Ex Machina coming in. Like this, you know, mm. out of nowhere a little bit. Thankfully, again, they seeded it where Grogu put out the vibe and the force. Yeah, and then called the Jedi. And Can you, but imagine that moment didn't happen. And all of a sudden, like Luke Skywalker shows up out of nowhere. That yeah. would have been really like, oh yeah, okay. But because that would have been contrived, yeah. yeah, completely. So I agree, no, but it was it was kick ass. It just, made me happy. I'm just glad we yeah. have Fridays where I don't have to worry about social media and spoilers and going online and, and cooking dinner because we get pizza on Fridays with delicious cauliflower crust from Pizza Pizza. Send us a fucking sponsor, Pizza Pizza. Send me free pizza every week. But it's just irritating that people want to mm-hmm. spoil it, and so I'm always, you know. Well, you say that you're like, you'll say like, oh, Jay texted me. He'll say, stay off Facebook because yeah. people, I'll be like, who are your friends on Facebook? Because I have a ton of friends on Facebook, honestly, that are Star, War- yeah, Star Wars I'm fans. I'm friends with all but they the, don't... the nerd. Okay, you know the, what? I'm world. friends with huge Star Wars nerds. I'm not saying you're not friends with, with massive Star Wars I, fans, I am but just... I am friends with a bunch of assholes. Oh, I would say my Star Wars <laughs> friend fans are all mindful and friendly and like-minded and, and I... sweet. <laughs> I have like unfollowed mm. and, and blocked and deleted so many friends. It happens every time the Mandalorian's out. So the last two years, it's like a perfect Facebook cleanse. Bye. Because if I see anything, it's like, sorry, unfollow. That's just like a shitty thing to do. Like, I know people don't watch it at like 7 o'clock in the morning. And they don't put shit on Facebook except the Mandalorian was awesome. And then all that does is get me more hyper to watch it and make me like really excited. Well, for the first few weeks, mm. Jay would message me throughout the day friday saying do you watch it yet do you watch it yet that's and funny then he realized oh i have other priorities like my job and my family and like keeping and, small children alive and so he realized by <laughs> the end of you know fridays that was our my best chance our best chance to watch it and then sometimes that didn't get hit until sunday it's like i'll talk to you sunday and so it was always you know did you watch it so lately because we have been pretty good about it on day one it's it's been Stay off social media right away because there's been a lot of big things that have been happening. It's okay. And then at like 11 o'clock at night, it'll be like, what the fuck? And it's like, oh my God. Yeah, well, that's... And like, I'm like, oh my God. That's kind of like how I felt. I was just like, as soon as I saw yeah. Luke Skywalker, I was like, what in the actual fuck is happening? But I'm so glad that it did. It was a great episode. It was, and you know what? It's been a great series all in all. It's been, I think, what Star Wars fans need. It's every Star Wars fan's wet dream, in my humble opinion. Well, apparently there's some uh, controversy behind the scenes with it. Boom, chuck-a-boom, chuck-a-boom, what, what? Pedro Pascal, the actor who plays Mando, Yeah. apparently is a little distraught from what I understand. He didn't think he would be in the helmet so much. He thought that he was going to be a little bit more helmet off, and at first he thought... He told me, you know, we want you to be a Mandalorian soldier. And he thought he was going to be Boba Fett. And mm, he's not Boba Fett. No, he's and not. Because there's so so much like, choreography and fighting in the Mandalorian. He's like not even Mando a lot. Because they have a stunt double in there. So he's feeling like more of a glorified voice actor most of the time than an actual actor. Oh. So he's, he's feeling a little unfulfilled. 
Well, I'm sorry he feels that way, but, you know. But you're on the coolest, you're part of the coolest Star Wars thing ever. So, so. fulfill yourself. I, I mean, it, you're, you're, use it you're to get okay. what you need. Use your Star Wars privilege to do good things. Seriously. Don't use your Star Wars privilege to do bad things. Use Come your... on, Pedro Pascal. I know. He's got all these Star Wars fans that just love him. And he's just going to look at the bad side? You're the Mandalorian. I don't know how substantiated it is. So he's we'll the see. Mandalorian. Does it get any cooler than that? Probably not. Unless you're Baby Yoda. Christ. Floating in a pod. Baby, Baby Yoda. Yoda. What about... Uh... Is, is, is that it? What else did you want to talk to me about? Not much, you know? I talked to you about Christmas. I talked to you about Star I, Wars. Well, I will say this. I, I was really happy that when we saw Luke Skywalker and mm -hmm. R2, it was really exciting for me to see R2. D2. I was really glad that you were with me. Yeah, it was a nice moment to kind of watch that together. Well, I told you before, when I watch movies, I really kind of remember who I'm with and whatnot. And so it's nice that I have so many <clears throat> great Star Wars memories with you. We have lots of, you have a few memories together that are like really special, like like the St. Louis Blues winning the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Oh, shit. What a memory that was. It's a good one. Oh, Christ. Who had the same Brett Hull hologram card? Only these two nerds. <laughs> Seriously. Upper Deck. Not Upper Decker. I think it was number 454. Yeah, it was. Upper Deck 454. I have it in the box over there. I, think. I know. You, you I showed think. me. You showed me. Your, you pulled it out and showed it to me. My hologram? What? If they can't see you nodding. Yes. Yeah. Yes, your Brett Hull hologram. He was named. Your he was Brett named hologram. <laughs> Brett Hall was named number one sports personality uh, of St. Louis in the last fifty years. Really? Out of like all the sports. And he's like the drunkest too, but he's so he's cool. The but he's so fucking yeah, cool. He's, he's really outspoken. He's. I think. Imagine why we like him. I, I think he's awesome. It's weird. I think he's awesome. Hell yeah, Brett Hall. Keep being outspoken. Keep telling everybody what you think. Who gives a shit about what anybody else thinks? And that is. That is that. I mean, if you like what you heard, you're going to hear more stories next time on 21st Century Rocker Mom Podcast. You can catch me on Instagram at 21st Century Rocker Mom. You can catch me on TikTok at The Real Tanya C. C. E. E. If you check me out on Instagram, send me your questions, send me your comments, send me anything you want, anything you want to hear on the show. Expect the unexpected ukulele songs, breaking out into random songs, piano songs, no songs. Kitty stories, candy darling stories, alcoholic stories, my kids waking up in the middle of the night, recipes, you name it, you expect it, you ask for it, you got it. All right, thank you for listening. It's been a fun week. Get at me on Instagram at 21st Century Rocker Mom. Get at me on Twitter at Tanya Candler. Get at me on Instagram at Mrs. McAloo. It's private. I might not get back to you. But if you get at me at 21st Century Rocker Mom, I will get back at you or get back at me at TikTok where I'm doing some weird shit like putting cupcakes in my mouth and making cold brew coffee. If you want to see some weird shit, follow me on TikTok at the real Tanya C. All right. I will see you next time. Thank you for coming out. Bye-bye.